a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Genesis chapter number 22. Tap somebody and say, are you ready to be blessed? Tap another person and say, are you ready to be blessed? Genesis chapter 22. Verse 11. Our theme is, he blessed him there. Genesis chapter 22. Verse number 11. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And then he said to him, do not lay your hand on the Lord or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld even your only son from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. And there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide. Which in Hebrew is Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Verse number 15. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, saith the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. There is nothing wrong to desire God's blessing. As a matter of fact, it is a righteous thing to do so. Today I will impress upon your soul and your spirit that the blessing of God is a product or an evidence to show that you walk with God and you serve God. Just as the reward of any person who goes through medical school and wakes up in the night, burn the midnight candle. Is that wonderful certificate hanging in his office? Saying that as a result of your hard work and study and qualifying and satisfying the faculty requirements, having passed the desired and necessary examination, you are therefore by here rewarded MMB medical, bachelor, so so and so, blah, 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 blah. If you do masters, they will give you certificate. If you do PhD, they will give you certificate. The certificate crowns, it shows what you have studied. And for people who have also studied, not only does the certificate which they hang from their life when they talk, you will know that they are well cultured. Utumuse where they were It's it's an evidence, it's a product of what the person has gone through. If you therefore serve God and walk with God, there must be something about you to show that you, you serve a mighty and a living God. So when the angel of the Lord came to this poor struggling man called Gideon and said, Gideon, thou art a mighty man of valor. The Lord is with you. And the Lord has lifted you to be the one that will deliver the Israelites from the hands of the Midianites. He said, me, I don't believe what you are saying, angel. If it is true that I'm a mighty man and a successful man, why am I struggling like this? 
Look at me. I couldn't even sleep the night. I had to wake up at midnight to thresh wheat to eat. I am struggling. Where is this God we are talking about? And then he challenged the angel. I said, if it is God who has sent you, then show me a sign. Oh yeah. You haven't prayed that prayer before. The sign and the evidence that you, you serve the living God, is about to show up and come to you. Somebody say, Father, show me a sign. Ah, you didn't pray enough. Say, Lord, show me a sign. Give me an evidence. A proof of my relationship with you. Put your hands together because that proof is coming. And in some edicts and verse 17, David picks up the subject and he said, God, show me a sign for good. And then he adds, so that my enemies will know and see that thou, O God, you have comforted me. Ah, there comes a time when the only way to silence your enemies is to show them the full proof of what Jehovah God has done in your life. Without the evidence and without the proof, you have no testimony. Please believe me. So here comes some criteria definition of blessing. It is a certificate that you, you serve God. Show me your certificate now. Show me your certificate. I had a testimony of a, a, a very wealthy businessman. Very wealthy businessman who is also a preacher. And as I sat listening to him, his sermon, he said when he began his business, there was somebody who was the guru and the master in that business already. And so, applying the Bible principle of sowing into a higher anointing so that you can attract that kind of anointing. The grace into which you sow, the grace you honor, is the grace you attract. Applying that Bible principle, he decided to go and sow into the life of this man who has made it in that area of business. So that he will attract the grace and anointing upon the man. So he filled his car with yam tubers, crates of eggs, one goat, cuttings of fish, milk, milo, gifts. He drove into the man's house. Let's call this man the senior man in business. When the struggling young man went, the senior man in business was not at home, but the wife was there. So uh, he said to the wife, um, I am a man doing the same trade as your husband. I admire the success of your husband. And the Lord said, I should come and show into his life and bless him so that he will give me some few tidbits, possibly pray for me, so I will succeed. The wife was so happy. And then the wife offloaded the stuff from the car. And he said, my husband is not in. So sit down. Um, he'll be in in a moment. So this young man sat with his driver or the person who accompanied him. Waiting for the arrival of the senior man. When the senior man came, then the wife went inside and said, this so so and so and so. So the young man sitting over there has come to you to bless you. He wants your advice so he can succeed. The man told the wife, tell him, I have nothing to share with him. Neither will I take his gifts. The woman was shocked. And the woman couldn't come out to come and speak to this young man. So this woman was just pleading and pleading. The man said, I said, tell him. So the woman with long face and tears in her eyes came to this young man and said, I'm sorry, young man. My husband says he won't see you. Neither will he take your gift. Then the young man was shocked. He said, oh, this is my card. Give it to him. When he changes his mind, he should call me. So the young man left, leaving the goods. This was Sunday. Monday morning, a car arrives 
in the young man's uh, struggling small meeting place, the old man, the senior man, had returned all the gifts. So this young man with tears in his eyes now said, God of heaven, I have no one to tend to. The man that I thought will give me tidbits refuses to speak to me. Give me wisdom and grace therefore. Bless me so that everybody will know that Lord you have blessed me indeed. And that thou O God when one serves you the evidence and the proof is the mark of your blessing that comes upon the person. From that day the young man began to prosper. The senior man who refused to accept his goods is nowhere in business now. His business is collapsed. I don't know which door anybody closed for you. But by the word of the Lord in my mouth, that door is opening. Clap your hands and say, devil. Clap your hands and say, devil. Any door you close. By the anointing of the blessing, open. 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 And listen to me if you are here and somebody should have helped you and they didn't help you. They should have paid your fees they didn't do. If you are rejected yet, thank God because this mighty God I'm talking about is about to show up. And God will do it neatly and beautifully so that you will know that it was. Somebody surprised and say, Lord, show me a sign. Oh, come on, pray that prayer again. Lord, show me a sign. Say, Lord, give me an evidence. Give me an evidence. If you come to me, I say, I say, what do you do? And then you answer, I say, I am a very hard working man. I say, oh yeah, you work very hard, eh? Oh yeah, yeah, pastor. <laughs> I'm a very hard working businessman. The next question I will ask you is, show me the evidence and the proof of your hard work. And for every hard working businessman, you will see success following him. Tangible Success, evidence, some success that can be quantified. You can touch it. I have completed university. Show me your certificate. When God is about to bless you, there are three things you you have to satisfy. Number one, God would like you to determine who is number one in your life. Who is number one in your life? Is it your boyfriend or your husband? Your wife? Your child? Money? Who is and what is number one in your life? Bible said that God tested Abraham and said, Go kill, sacrifice your only son Isaac. Sacrifice your only son. The Bible said God tested. It means that God is not a killer or a murderer and that... God's intention was not to find Isaac murdered. God only wanted to test and find in Abraham's heart who is number one. The reason why we miss the blessing of God is God is not too sure who you are. Whether he can trust you. If Isaac is number one in your life, hold him away from me. But if I am number one, then give me your eyes and sacrifice him. Number two, to qualify for God's blessing, God will now have to test the quality of your worship. The quality of your worship will be tested. In chapter 22 and verse 4 and 5, 
Abraham said to the young men who were with him he said you guys stay here and I and the Lord will go yonder to worship I and the young guy will go worship now ladies and gentlemen watch carefully the worship the kind of worship Abraham was talking about in this worship Abraham had put the firewood on his son's head and then put knife in his hand and I'm wondering why Abraham didn't carry all those things and I'm going to explain to you why the son carried them and then he had put the fire which is the matches in his pocket and then a small bottle of kerosene was in his back pocket and Abraham said I am going to worship his worship therefore now means sacrifice the reason why God passed Abraham's worship as a quality one was that in the mind of God in the spirit of God the moment Abraham placed the firewood on the sacrifice the moment he put the fire and the knife in his hand for God the throat had already been slashed for God the match had already lit the firewood so as they were walking what was walking was a sacrifice because he was carrying all the things that God would need to bring this sacrifice to God and I watched the most disheartening part and then the son Isaac asked daddy I am carrying the firewood and I'm carrying the knife the kerosene is in my pocket I have the match where is the lamb and Abraham looked into the face of this young man and said God will provide God had already provided a sacrifice here comes the sacrifice so for God the moment Isaac carried the firewood and took the match and the fire the sacrifice was already done God will test the quality of your worship and find out what kind of worship is it number three if God must bless you number one test number one test who is number one in your life the answer will determine whether you prosper whether you God will bless you number two God will now find the quality of your worship and then number three God will now come and ask whether you identify the provision that he has made for you whether you recognize God's provision whether you recognize God's provision so number one who is number one in your life number two God will examine the quality of your worship and then number three do you recognize God's provision you recognize God's provision now God now comes Abraham here was Abraham he had made the altar put Isaac on the altar and then you want to know how he managed to put Isaac on the altar because around this time Isaac was about around 21, 22, 23 years and uh, Abraham would be about 100 plus years because the guy was born at the time he was 100 so if he was now 21, 22 that means Abraham was around 121, 122, 123 years so physically Abraham was now weak weaker than Isaac how did he manage to pull that young man put him down, tie him 
Because remember, all the young men had been left under the foot of Moriah. This was what Abraham did. It is said that Abraham gave Isaac one heavy knock that dazed him. Probably with a stick. Pine! So the guy got dazed. And then he fell. Then he tied him. And when he lifted the knife, oh Jesus. then the voice came and they said, Abraham, Abraham, stop! You have passed the test. Now I know that the number one in your life is I, Jehovah. And not this son. Seeing that you are ready to offer him to me. Look back. I have provided a ram. And I hear what the position of the ram. The ram was caught in the ticket. The ticket will now be like a thorny bush. Interwoven. And the ram was caught in it. Now what was Jesus? What was God saying? Abraham look back. I am providing Jesus my sacrifice. The one who will come and die. Now the ticket in which he has put his head. Represent the crown of thorns. Which they will put upon his head later. That is my sacrifice. That is my sacrifice over there. That's my provision. And I hear God say to Abraham. Abraham the reason why I am substituting Isaac for Jesus. Is that you have shocked and proven something to me. Now here is what God said. Abraham you are a type of God. And you are a type of a father. Offering your son Isaac. As a sacrifice to God most high. From today I want you to know. When you pass God's test for worship. God now sees you as a God. You take a God figure. A father figure. It's only fathers that sacrifice. Their sons. You can never sacrifice your son if you don't have one. In the time you go the extra mile of sacrificing to God's honor, that's the way God sees you. Abraham, you are now a father. In fact, Abraham, you are a type of God. Isaac on the altar is a type of Christ. But now here is the provision that I have made. Take the ram and sacrifice. So I, Abraham, now lose the guy, goes for the lamb, which is the type of Christ to be sacrificed for the sin of the world and bringing us from darkness into light, slaughters it, puts it on the altar, sets fire. And now God comes and he says, Abraham, Abraham, now I know that you love me. Now you have passed the test. And in fact, Abraham, this is not the first time you are passing a test of sacrifice. When I called you out of your father's house You didn't know me then You didn't know where I was taking you But Abraham in obedience Began to walk out of his house Because God had called him That was not the first time The second time God tested Abraham's sacrificial faith Was when God now comes to him And then he says Separate yourself from your nephew Lot that was difficult for Abraham because at that time he was barren and the person that he had hoped will take over his worship and then take over his, his, his rulership or whatever was this man called Lot and now God comes and says I want you to separate from Lot 
What a great sacrifice. As if that was not enough. He managed to get one son by Hagar called Ishmael. And just when Abraham was beginning to arrange his will so that he'll go to eternity, and Abraham went and stood and said, God, and uh, now I'm ready to depart. And I know you are giving me a first one. His name is Ishmael. And Ishmael, Ishmael is going to be my right hand man, and he's going to be my God said, No. As a matter of fact, I want you to ask Ishmael and his mother to leave. Great, 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 painful sacrifice. How can I make my son leave my house? God said, Yes, leave. He must leave. And then when finally he was going to now settle for Isaac, oh father, thank you. That finally I've gotten Isaac. Even if it, Lot is not there. And Ishmael is not there. Lord, I know that as for Isaac, you'll be my heir. Then God comes and says, Even your son Isaac, I want to go and kill him. Abraham said, If God comes down right now, and he wants to give a mark of the quality of your worship, a mark of the quality of your relationship with him, if God wants to mark over 10, who is number one in your life? Some of you get zero. Some of you one. The maximum will be three. Now let's do the test right now. I, I, I ask somebody, give me the mark of the level of your business over 10. And then tell the person, before you answer, remember the last fornication. I ask the person, ask the person now. Ask the person now. You, you can't even talk. Fornicator like you, you say, what, what, what do you say? You give yourself nine over 10. Oh, let's do another mark. Let, let's do another mark. Ask somebody, what is the level of your commitment to God? What is the level of your commitment? Ask somebody, what is the level of your commitment? Over 10. Before you answer me, brother, when was the last time you paid tight? Let's do the last mark. What is the level of your love for God? Your level of your love. The level of your love. Uh, say over 10. Over 10. Before you answer me, show me the souls you have won into the kingdom. sincerity. He will mark how committed you are, how loyal you are towards his service and towards his kingdom business. He will mark you. Great tests Abraham went through. Leave, he left. Separate from Lot, he did. Sack Ishmael and his mother, he did. Sacrifice your Isaac, he did. And now God comes and said, Abraham, in blessing I will bless you. Ah, Abraham. I swear by myself, I'll bless you. Wait a minute. In chapter 13 and verse 2, we already read that God blessed Abraham in silver, in gold, in cattle, and in sheep. And here now in chapter 22, God is saying, I will bless you. Now God is saying to Abraham, Abraham, if you ever think you have seen blessing, forget that which is coming can never be compared with... Forget. Forget. Abraham, you've seen God before. Please, please, Abraham, stop joking here. Abraham, silver, oh, please. Abraham, blessing, oh, please. One small second-hand BMW that you bought, you have become so arrogant, nobody can control you. Second-hand. When you come to church, ushers cannot make you sit anywhere. Hey, do you know who you are talking to? Oh please, please! Is oh, I know What 
you are having is nothing open your eyes and open your tent why god is going to bless you with blessing you have never experienced before rise up and shout and receive it abraham saw gold he saw silver he saw blessing but god said abraham i will now bless you and in this blessing i use my name as the seal swear by myself and god hasn't finished he said and i will multiply you in multiplying i will multiply you and your descendants will possess the gates of their enemies somebody says as for this multiplication i don't need it i don't need printed children ah that's why you missed it when god starts giving you descendants to second and third fourth generation all he's saying is that he will bless you and the blessing will transcend to generations after you blessing that will never cut short some you some of you your name is forgotten once you die now i want you to change that status quo as you live when you die your name must continue because you affected generations and descendants that's where i have gotten to now many people you are so particular about your definition of blessing you see blessing as money hey money is a subset of blessing blessing is when god now gives you a nation now around this time god is not talking to abraham i will give you a nation nation comprises number one people and when god talks about people now he's talking about resources and then when god talks about resources he's talking about land demarcation i will give you a people i will give you resources and i'll give you a complete nation i'm raising you to the place of authority and power that's blessing that's blessing money is just a subset As you are clapping, I see that blessing coming to you right now. You will affect generations. You will affect generations. When you die, you will not be forgotten about. Hey! That is the place of blessing I want to bring you. I want God to prosper you with so much money that you will become a channel of blessing to people. You will help orphans, you will help the poor, you will build the church, you will help God's work, you will prosper in the house of the Lord. Can I hear somebody say, I received this prophecy? That's my prayer for you. Blessing is more than money. Watch this man, and now God has a, a, a prophecy of blessing which many of you don't bother to even pray about. And he said, the gates of your enemies your descendants shall possess hey it's a blessing of a package when somebody is fighting over something with you be it land husband wife position they must never win you must take it from them because you are a child of god whenever your enemies engage in battles with you it's part of god's blessing package that they will never win you will always be the winner so i don't believe in witches killing born against spirit filled it's not part of god's blessing witches can never kill you as a matter of fact you determine when they die blessing is power blessing is authority blessing is affecting somebody's life show me an evidence of god's blessing but get ready 
wherever the blessing of God has left you and hiding some grace and anointing is going to call them into your life the evidence and the proof of God's presence with you is that you are able to say yesterday I was three but today I am seven yesterday I did not have but today I have yesterday it was hard and difficult today God has made it easy I, I release and I pray that testimony for you it makes your preaching easy easy who is number one in your life what is the quality of your worship to God do you recognize God's provision and here is one thing that you want to learn today as soon as God said to Abraham Abraham you prophesied to Isaac God will provide Jehovah Jireh now I have provided Abraham did not carry the sheep I said God thank you very much and he started going home as soon as God gave he returned what God gave him to him do you know that when God gives you money that money must be returned to God do you know that as soon as you get money no you are thinking about it dress and shoes <laughs> when you get money first you are tied and if they say the pledge that you are owing and then the next you ask yourself is there any project the church is undertaking that I have not gotten involved oh yes convention of sins is coming I have not given anything set some money aside if by the time you pay your tithe offering the convention of sins the money is finished praise God you are just only preparing for another big door which is about to come Clap your hands and say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Change my location. Change my location. Jesus. Jesus. Change. Change. Uh-huh. Your sleeping place is about to change. change. The place where the devil placed you and has always been expecting to be there. According to the prophetic word in my mouth, God is moving. It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lead you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.